The following is a presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Cougars baseball. And he drills that. Deep to right center, center fielder, late break. It's into the pines! A two-run home run! Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. Now, for all the action, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar baseball fans. Welcome back inside Hogland Ballpark on the University of Kansas campus in Lawrence, Kansas. This neutral field site hosting BYU in Creighton after winter weather in Omaha forced the two teams to find some better conditions in Kansas. But after getting a game in on Friday, it's a wet weather day on Saturday. After a one-hour delay, we are set to play ball. I'm your play-by-play broadcaster, Greg Rubel. Great to be with you again with our first pitch having just occurred. We'll get right to the action as we tell you that it is time to hear from BYU head coach Trent Pratt in our lead-off interview presented by doTERRA. doTERRA, pursue what's pure. Let's actually put on hold Coach Pratt's conversation to the break between top and bottom of the first inning because Ozzie Pratt has struck out looking to begin the game, and we are underway. Cooper Vest with a one-pitch ground out to second. As Andrew Meggs throws to Sterling Hayes to retire Cooper Vest, and just that quickly, two are gone here in the top of the first. This game, which was to begin at 11.03 a.m. Mountain Time, actually began at 11.58 a.m. Mountain Time. Was to be a noon start or 12.03, they began early, so we are early and underway with already two out on a 4-3 ground out from Cooper Vest. Austin Deming will dig in and take strike one from Justin Kleinsorge, today's Creighton starter. We'll catch up and get you starting lineups here momentarily as well. As Again, I said a second ago, they started early, a good five minutes early. So we'll do some housekeeping as we can squeeze it in. We'll hear from Trent Pratt coming up after the top of this first inning. The 1-1 to Austin Deming. He'll take high for ball two. Creighton winning the... Now abbreviated two-game series opener, 8-6 to six yesterday. BYU lost a 6-2 lead in that game. The wind and deal from Kleinsorch. And that's inside, tight and high. Three balls and a strike to Austin Deming, who hits with no one on and two out here in the top of the first inning. Low 40s and drizzle. And that's been the way it's been all morning. And we're playing anyway, trying to get this one in. Chopped foul down the third baseline. Count goes full to Austin Deming. BYU's third baseman hitting in the three-hole. Back-to-back left-handed hitters in Pratt and Vest to get this one underway. And Deming hitting from the right, facing the right-hander, Kleinsorge. And that'll be a walk of Austin Deming. So, Austin will take his base after a two-for-four day yesterday, including a solo home run, his sixth of the year to lead BYU. Also going deep yesterday was Cole Gamble. And Cole Gamble now bats left-handed. With two out and one on. The one on is Austin Deming. Working a walk seconds ago. BYU in gray today matching the weather. And Creighton in the whites. Breaking ball. Drops in for strike one to Cole Gamble. BYU's center fielder. And BYU's leader in runs scored this year. Gamble slowly waves the bat. Then rests it on his left shoulder. Swings and misses for the 0-2. No balls, two strikes, two out, one on. Justin Kleinsorge, the right-hander. Long outing of six innings, working on the third base side of the rubber. And he paints it on the outside edge, and Cole Gamble dismissively tosses the bat 
as he strikes out on three pitches, and that'll be it for BYU in the top of the first inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. One runner was left on. Let's get to our pregame interview with Coach Trent Pratt, brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, pursue what's pure. And yesterday in postgame, he talked about, uh, he was tired of having uh, to continue to talk about the same reasons for close losses, namely defensive miscues and lack of opportunistic at-bats. He says today that it's time to turn the page and turn talk into action. I think just that we seem to slow down and trust ourselves. I mean, they're prepared, they know what to do, and now it's a matter of like, hey, when the game gets close and speeds up, that they can take a deep breath and relax and just go play. Um, I think maybe we're pressing a little bit because some of those mistakes are they're fixable and, and they're, they're simple plays that we just we, we got to make those plays. They're happening in high leverage situations, which we're in a lot of right now, a lot of close yeah. games. Yeah, a lot, and that's that's how college baseball is. We're going to be a lot of close games, and we just got to find a way to you know to take a deep breath and slow down and and just trust ourselves that we're prepared and we're ready to make those plays. Okay, pitching matchup today, a couple of right-handers. Yeah, we got Bryce Robeson, and Bryce can go out and do what he does like Jack and give us a chance to win. Um, and they're throwing their guy that, you know, sinker slider, kind of similar to the guy yesterday. And so we're going to go out there and we're going to string some some good at-bats and score some runs and, you know, and, and shut them down today and get a win. I know you can't worry too much about this, but the rougher weather looks north of us. Maybe we'll get lucky here and uh, and catch a break. Yeah, we're not. We can't control the weather. We're gonna we're gonna prepare to play and be ready. And when they say play ball, we're gonna run out there and you know give it our best. Coach, good luck today against uh, Creighton in this second of two, and we'll talk to you post game. Thanks, Greg. And after a one hour delay, we are playing ball. Cold, wet, a little breezy. It's a tough one for these guys out there today, but we are underway, and we're to the bottom of the first inning. BYU and Creighton. 0-0, bottom one, as the Blue Jays get their first at-bats. The Blue Jays today with royal caps, white jerseys, white pants, and the Creighton Blue Jay logo, the C with the Blue Jay bird on the left chest. BYU in the navy caps, gray uniforms with navy blue pinstripes, jersey and pants, and the script Brigham Young. Brigham in cursive and Young in blocked letters in the tail of the G in Young. As Bryce Robison delivers ball one to the Blue Jays. Leadoff hitter Nolan Sailors. Sailors on a nine-game hit streak. We'll get you starting lineups here in a moment as we work through the batting order. Change up from Roby. And swinging through to Sailors for the 1-1 count. Creighton's leadoff batter Nolan Sailors. The center fielder in all 11 games for the Blue Jays this year. High and outside from Bryce Robison. Robison, a 1-0 record, a 3.24 ERA. Getting his fourth start of the season. Kicks and deals. And that's hit sharply to right center. And he'll find the gap and get to the wall. Cole Gamble will track it down. Sailors will stop at second. So it's a leadoff double for Nolan Sailors, who quickly extends his hit streak to 10 games. So Sailors sails into second. Leadoff double for Sailors. After a three for five day yesterday, so four for six in the BYU series. It'll bring up Andrew Meggs. Sailor's a left-hand hitter. Meggs hitting righty and facing Roby. And squaring, pulling away on strike one is Andrew Meggs. Nolan Sailor's. Added leadoff, hit that double a moment ago. Center fielder for the Blue Jays hitting second. The second baseman, Andrew Meggs. He'll square again, pull back again, this time a ball. 
Hitting third, the shortstop number 24, Nolan Clifford. Hitting cleanup for the Blue Jays, first baseman number two, Sterling Hayes. Hitting fifth, third baseman number 11, Ben North. Hitting sixth, left fielder number 34, Jack Grace. In the seven hole, the DH number 28, Colby Canales. Hitting eighth, the catcher, Hogan Helixo, number 22. And in the nine hole, number 20, the right fielder, Tate Gillen. Get your BYU starters in a second. As the 1-1 goes outside for ball two. Two balls and a strike to Andrew Meggs, who bats with a runner in scoring position. BYU yesterday had no 1-2-3 innings defensively. Base runners in every inning for the Blue Jays, and that run continues into inning one here today. The 2-1 from Roby. That's high. Misses for three and one. Starting pitcher for the Blue Jays. We saw him a moment ago. Number 29, Justin Kleinsorge. 1-0 with a 4.40 ERA. And BYU starter, we've mentioned him already, number 19, Bryce Robison. Into his 17th inning of work this season. The 3-1 from Roby. A swing and a miss. Count goes full. Starting lineups brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. We already heard four batters come to the plate. In the first for BYU, leadoff hitter Ozzie Pratt, number five, playing shortstop. The number two hitter, left fielder, number seven, Cooper Vest. Austin Deming, the third baseman, number 25. A swing and a miss and a strikeout of Andrew Meggs. As one is away for Creighton here in the bottom of the first. Cleanup hitter for BYU. Caught looking to end the first inning for BYU, number 22, Cole Gamble, the center fielder. Playing right field, hitting fifth for BYU, number 27, Ryan Sapiti. In the sixth spot, the DH, number 10, Safayat Mawai. Hitting seventh, first baseman, number 35, Jacob Wilk. Hitting eighth, second baseman, number 14, Alex Sardina, getting his first start of the year. In the nine hole, the catcher, number 39, Bryant Ball. That's your BYU lineup card for Trent Pratt as Bryce Robinson delivers ball one to the number three hitter, the shortstop, Nolan Clifford. Meg's retired on a swinging strikeout after Sailor's leadoff double to get the bottom of the first underway for the Blue Jays. The 1-0, and that's inside and down for ball two. 2-0 to Clifford. Clifford had a good day yesterday as well. Two for three with two runs scored, two RBI. He's on a seven-game hit streak. So Nolan Sailors now on a ten-game hit streak. He's at second base. The other Nolan, Clifford, on a seven-game hit streak. He digs in, waiting the two out. That's outside away from the left-handed hitting Clifford. Just two lefty bats in the lineup. Those lefties are Sailors and Clifford, the two Nolans, the 3-0. And that's four-pitch walk of Nolan Clifford. So he'll take a base on balls. And the Blue Jays, two base runners here in the bottom of the first. Scoreless game. There's one gone. And Sterling Hayes, another multi-hit performance from yesterday. Two for four with a run scored on an RBI. Hayes will dig in. The first baseman, jersey number two. Facing Bryce Robison, first and second one out here in the bottom of the first inning and that's chopped over the glove of a sliding Austin Deming at third it'll go into left field corner and will bring home a run first and third now second and third they may just go ahead and give Hayes a double on that and not an advance on the throw because it got past Deming at third and found its way to the corner either way the first run of the game scores Sailors comes around on the Sterling Hayes, double to the left field corner. Just hopped over the glove of Austin Deming, sliding to it at the third base bag. And it's wet 
And certainly hops will be hard to handle. The Blue Jays take an early lead, 1-0, here in the bottom of the first inning at Hogland Ballpark at the University of Kansas. And they'll call that a double. So RBI double for Sterling Hayes, bringing Ben North to the dish, third baseman North, on a five-game hit streak. So hit streaks all over the place for the Creighton Blue Jays. 1-0 from Roby. And that's hit solidly. Opposite field, deep right, and gone! It's a three-run shot and an early four-run lead. An opposite field blast for Ben North as things go south for BYU in the bottom of the first inning. A light rain falls, but the hits have come hard and heavy for the Creighton Blue Jays. 4 nothing Blue Jays. Bottom one, still only one gone. Four runs on three hits. And that was an opposite field bomb. A three-run home run, clearing the sacks and bringing Jack Grace to the plate. And he hit a solo home run yesterday. 4 nothing Blue Jays and still just one gone here in the bottom of the first inning. And Grace, who was hobbled yesterday, again comes up lame off a swing for strike one. The 0-1, and that's laced. That will get down in short left. Oh, it skips past Cooper Vest. He collects it, gets it back in in time to hold Grace to a single. But as the throw gets away, he will gingerly step into second. He is not well. He was not well from the get-go yesterday. He twisted or strained something on a swing early in the game and was kind of hobbled the rest of the game and he's already limping around but after a single that turns into an advance to second on a throwing error from Cooper Vest. So it's an early error for BYU. First of the day and Grace finds himself at second. So uh, things getting sideways early for BYU. 4-0 Blue Jays. A three-run home run from Ben North. The big blast here in the bottom of the first. Scoring Clifford from first and Hayes from second. And now Grace at second was still one out. That's popped up into foul territory down the first baseline. Will bounce just shy of the Gary and Sue Paget Training Center indoor portion of the facility here at Hogland Ballpark. So Clifford Hayes scoring on the north three-run home run. Four-nothing Creighton. Foul back to the screen. Count goes to one and two with one gone and one on. Colby Canales is the hitter. The DH, Canales, playing in his fifth game, getting his second start at DH. So they gave the error to Cooper Vest, the throwing error. Again, fouled back to the backstop. Vest had a hard time handling it off the hop, and and the wet weather certainly playing into that hop. But it didn't get too far past him. It was going to hold Grace to a single until the throwing error and allowed Grace to get to second. It was a leadoff double for Sailors, a strikeout of Meggs, a base on balls. And then an RBI single from Hayes, followed by the three-run shot from Ben North. 
4-0 Blue Jays. Four runs on four hits, bottom one. Bryce Robinson on the hill, the 1-2 count coming up to Canales. Check swing and goes. Strikeout of Canales and the second strikeout of the first inning for Bryce Robison. So his only two outs have come via strikeout. But uh, other than that, not much has gone right for BYU here in the bottom of the first. Catcher Hogan Haligso will step in. A one for four day yesterday. Left a couple on. Hitting 200 on the year at four for 20. And he lifts that. Down the first baseline, Ryan Sapiti ranging over, and it lands in foul territory. Be a long strike. Jack Grace was on the run from second, and I say the run. He was on the hobble from second and will now hobble back to second base. He's limped around the entire series. This was to be a three-game set, abbreviated to a two-game get-together, and we hope to get the rest of this one in. It is still a steady, misty rain, and... A slight breeze pushing it horizontally. Helixo faces the 0-1. That's low and away for ball one. One ball, one strike, two gone, and one on. The one on is Jack Grace with a single. Found himself at second on a throwing error. BYU's first error of the day and 24th error of the season to only seven for the opposition. And that's low for ball two, two and one. To Helixo. The 2 1. Swings through, strike two. Two balls, two strikes, and two gone in a 4 nothing ball game. Creighton leading BYU early. We're bottom one. Grounded to Ozzie Pratt. Picks and fires. And that'll do it. Third out after eight batters come to the plate. So the 6-3 ground out ends a productive inning for the Blue Jays. For Creighton in the bottom of the first, four runs on four hits. There was an error and a runner left on. We go to the top of the second. Creighton 4, BYU no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. First bat of the second inning is Ryan Sapiti, BYU's right fielder. Leading in batting average at 4.05 on the year. Breaking ball from Justin Kleinsorch. Drops into the zone for strike one. BYU down 4-0 after a four-run first featuring a three-run home run from Ben North to the opposite field. Sapiti will foul that back off a hop to the backstop. 0-2 quickly. Kleinsorge ahead of Sapiti. Kleinsorge a whip. Pretty pedestrian 1.4. A strikeout to walk ratio. A solid 3.0. High pitch count of the year, 86. Just threw his 17th pitch. And a waste pitch well outside. Low and away from the right-handed hitting Sapiti for ball one. One ball, two strikes to Sapiti. Pitchers and others looking to their pitchcom wristband, armband displays today. Pretty cool new system in which uh, it's controlled in the dugout and the pitch call and even defensive alignment can be made and everyone can see on their armband or wristband an LED display of what's been called and where to go. The 2-2. And that will be a five-hole single for Ryan Sapiti to left field. 
a worm burner to lead off the Cougars' second inning. So Sapiti extends his reached base streak to five consecutive games. Single to left. And the Cougs have the lead runner aboard here in the top of the second. Safea Mawai now to hit. Left-handed hitting Mawai. The lefty bats in the lineup for BYU today. Pratt and Vest in the 1-2 spots. Gamble at the 4, Mawai at the 6. The DH, jersey number 10, Safea Mawai. Two for three yesterday. Both of his hits were doubles. One was a run-scoring double. And Safea hitting 333 over his last five games. That's Chopper handled by the pitcher. He'll take one out at first. Advancing on the play is Sapiti to second. And Safea Mawai is retired on the 1-3. So Sapiti into scoring position for Jacob Wilk. The right-handed hitting Jacob Wilk. First baseman with hits in five of his last six games. Steps in. BYU down 4-0. Top two here in Lawrence, Kansas. Hogland Ballpark, home of the Jayhawks. Hosting the Blue Jays and Cougars this week. And Wilk will take low for ball one. Taking a leadoff second is Ryan Sapiti. Sapiti a leadoff single to left field between short and third. Blue Jays four runs on four hits. BYU no runs on a single hit. They've yet to give the Cougars a credit for a hit on the scoreboard in right field, but Cougars do have one hit. It came from Ryan Sapedi a moment ago. He's at second after a Safea Mawai ground out. Wilk awaits the 2-0. That's high and away for ball three. So three straight balls to the Cougar first baseman. BYU Baseball brought to you by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. Klein Sorge kicks and fires. And he does his job. Inside, but inside edge for strike one. Three and one. Hogland Ballpark opened in 1988. 2,500-seat facility. That's fouled out of play down the first baseline. Count goes full. After a 3-0 count, we go to 3-2 with one out and one on. Down the lines, 330. Power alleys, 375. 400 to straightaway center. And a tall batter's eye. A blue batter's eye wall in center field. The 3-2 to Wilk. Reaches out. Tried to hold back, but he comes through. Tried to check it, but it'll be a strikeout for Jacob Wilk. So Wilk is down on strikes. A frontward K. Third strikeout of the day for starter Justin Kleinsorge. Brings in Alex Sardina. Second baseman Sardina getting his first start of this season. 0 for 4 with a couple of bases ball and balls on the year. Sapiti on second, runner in scoring position for Sardi. BYU as a team coming in two today. Sitting 244 with runners in scoring position. That will come down a smidge with the Wilk strikeout a moment ago. The 1-0 to Sardi. Off speed and he lifts it into left field. Left fielder ranging over. And Jack Grace makes the catch to end the Cougars' second inning. For BYU, a leadoff single. But that's a PD single. Finds him stranded at second. So, no runs on a hit. There were no errors. A runner left on. We go bottom two. Creighton four. BYU no score on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Welcome back to Hogland Ballpark in Lawrence, Kansas. We've just begun the bottom of the second. And we've seen three straight balls from Bryce Robison to the nine-hitter Tate Gillen, the right fielder. Roby grooves in a strike. Make it three and one. Scoreboard's all jacked up. Hasn't given BYU a hit. Has three outs displayed. Working through some kinks here. Of course, this isn't uh, the home park for Creighton. They're using the Jayhawks facility, so appreciation to Kansas. The count is actually incorrect. Two and two now. There was only two balls and not three. Two-two the count. Scoreboard's caught up. High for ball three. So three balls and two strikes to Tate Gillen. A pinch hit RBI single yesterday. Creighton four hits in the first and three of the four hits extra bases. It's fouled out of plate on the third baseline. Two doubles and a home run. Two doubles, a three-run home run was that dinger for the Blue Jays in the bottom of the first inning, making it a 4-0 game. They've still not given BYU credit for a hit on the scoreboard, but Ryan Sapiti did have a single in that last inning. Again, laced foul down the left field line. Count stays full. Tate Gillen getting his sixth outfield start. Did not start yesterday. Again, came in as a pinch hitter. And that's a breaking ball that hung high and puts Gillen on first base. So every inning of this series, all nine innings so far, well, actually all ten innings, eight yesterday and now one and a bit today, in all ten innings of this two-game set, Creighton has had at least one base runner. No one, two, three innings for BYU yet. And we are ten defensive innings into this series. That's a tough number. So Tate Gillen at first on a base on balls. Top of the order now. Nolan Sailors hitting lefty. Doubled and scored in the first. Scored the first run for the Blue Jays. Three more came across on the Ben North three run home run. Two checks back at first of Gillen. Tate Gillen has not attempted a steal this year. Takes his lead. Empty count. A square. Yanks it back, does Sailors for strike one. That was an 87-mile-per-hour fastball from Roby. Four-pitch mix for Bryce Robison. BYU's a starter today. And that is a single between first and second to the right field area. And the throw will come to third. And getting in ahead of the throw is Tate Gillen. And advancing on the throw is Nolan Sailors. Probably going to give Sailors a single and an advance on the throw. Either way, second and third. And still no one out. The Blue Jays have another good inning brewing. So sharply hit on the ground to right field. To the right of Wilk and the left of Sardina. And it's now second and third. And still no one out. And digging in is Andrew Meggs. So Gillen goes first to third. A swing and a miss from Meggs. One and one the count even. Change from Roby at 79. 
Fastball slider curve and change for Bryce Robison. He'll max out around 94 when his fastball is really working. 1-1 to Meggs. Meggs reaches out and nubs it foul to third base. One ball, two strikes. Takelin leadoff walk and then Sailors. Single through the right side, advanced to second on the throw. So second and third, no one gone. Two runners in scoring position for the Blue Jays. BYU really struggled with uh, runners in scoring position yesterday. And we're 0 for 4 in bases loaded situations. Cougars took themselves out of a couple potentially really big innings. Had a bases loaded, no one out situation in which no one came across. The 1 2 from Roby. A reach out looper to short right. It's going to get down. It will score one, and it will score two. On a slight bobble in right field, throw to second. Safe ahead of the throw is Andrew Meggs. As scoring Argillan from third and Sailors from second. And it's 6-0 Blue Jays on a bloop to right from Andrew Meggs. And I thought the throw was going to get him. It was, was bobbled in right field by Sapiti. That slight bobble allowed Meggs the time he needed to get to second base. And that he does ahead of the throw and just barely. 6 nothing Blue Jays. Six runs on six hits. BYU no runs on a single hit. And they will give a fielding error on the play to Ryan Sapiti. I do believe an error is up on the board. And I think it would have to be with a Sapiti bobble in right field so two RBI on the single and probably an advance on the fielding error and that's how it will be called so we saw a single advance on a throw, a single advance on an error, Bunt laid down foul on the 0-1 count, goes to 0-2 will likely take the bunt off for Nolan Clifford two RBI for Andrew Meggs as scoring our Sailors and Gillen. And the lead goes from 4-0 to 6-0. And including yesterday, now 12 consecutive runs scored by the Blue Jays in this series. Unanswered. The 0-2 high for ball one. BYU led 6-2 yesterday. 6-2 after 4.5. And, and lost 8-6. And that's hit solidly to right and... Sliding catch made by Ryan Sapiti. Nicely done. Guns it back in. And hit the umpire, actually, who was watching second base to make sure that Meggs got back in time and got plunked. Can't feel great on a cold, wet day like this. Either way, nice catch made by Sapiti. So a fly out to right by Nolan Clifford. And that was dipping. Sapiti did well to get to it and catch it around his knees and mitigate damage here. An already damaging bottom of the second. One gone now. 6-0 Blue Jays. Four in the first, two in the second. BYU have yet to push a run across on a single hit. And that's in the dirt. Bryant Ball, good block. And Meggs will retreat to second. The inning began with a Tate Gillen walk. Sailors singled and advanced to second on the throw. Second and third for Meggs, who singled on a bloop to short right. Advanced on a throwing error. And he's now at second with one gone. Chopper foul down the third baseline. Count evens at one and one. One ball, one strike, one out, one on. Bottom two, and the Blue Jays out to a strong 6 nothing lead. BYU had leads all day yesterday. 2 nothing, then 4 nothing. Again, a 4-1 lead at 6-2. But then all Blue Jays the rest of the way winning at 8-6. to 
They scored the last six yesterday and the first six today. And that's chopped to Deming on a knee. Makes the snag. Throws low to Wilk. Makes the catch back to third. And sliding in ahead and advancing on the throw is Megs from second to third. But the Cougs get one on the plate. Sterling Hayes grounds out on the 5-3. Deming a nice job to slide to a knee. Make a secure grab and fire to Wilk. It was low. Nice pick from Jacob Wilk who then fired right back opposite corner. But advancing was Megs to third on that 5-3 throw. So, runner on third and two out now for Ben North. And Ben North had the big blast of the day. The opposite field three-run home run in the first. Extending his hit streak to six games with that blast. One for four yesterday and one for one today with already three RBI. The 1-0 from Roby. That's inside and low for ball two. Two balls and no strikes from the Cougar right-hander. Has thrown 51 pitches. And we're not yet through two innings. Two balls, no strikes. Two out, runner on third. The kick and deal. And that's it on the shoe tops of Ben North. Three balls and no strikes. And there is already action, as you might expect, in the BYU bullpen. As Roby's surpassed the 50-pitch count and is in a roll to hurt. That's a swinging strike, though, to go to 3-1. and one. Warming up for BYU... Carter Foss, who's made four appearances out of the pen. The right-hander Foss getting warm on a cold day. 3-1. And that's a foul tip to fill the count at 3-2. and two. The two gone. And the runner 90 feet away is Andrew Meggs. Two RBI single. And that is chase and swing and miss from Ben North. And BYU gets out of the inning, but not before. Two more runs scored. Two runs on two hits. There was an error, and there was a runner left on. We go top three, Creighton six, BYU no score. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. And as the third inning gets underway, Bryant Ball, BYU's catcher, grounds out to the shortstop, the 6-3. Out of the nine hole. Bryant Ball was 0 for 4 yesterday. Sees his first at-bat and then a ground out. The throw to first actually skipped to the first baseman, Hayes. A nice pick by Hayes for the first out. Ozzie Pratt digs in and fouls to the screen with his first pitch seen from Justin Kleinsorge. Creighton right-hander into his third inning has given up one hit. Creighton 6, BYU no score. And the Cougar error train continues to roll. Two in the game already. And 25 on the season as Ozzie fouls out of play down the third baseline. Oh, and two quickly to Pratt. It's not just that BYU's committed 25 errors, roughly two a game, or just under two a game, but the opponents have only seven. That's a swing and a miss for Ozzie Pratt. The 0-2 goes to a swinging K. And two gone for BYU here in the top of the third inning. So Pratt, who struck out looking in the first, strikes out swinging in the third. Ozzie yesterday was one for five. One for six. Now one for eight on the series. Two out for Cooper Vest. Cooper takes inside, but it's paint job on the inside for strike one. So Justin Kleinsword's pitching well. Four Ks through two and two-thirds. Allowed just the one hit. That's high for ball one. One and one. The count is even. 
Yeah, back to that error number. Almost a 4-1 to one ratio in BYU errors to opponent errors, and that's not tenable. The 1-1. That's skied foul down the left field line. We're just adjacent to the Fog, Fog Allen Fieldhouse. BYU will make regular visits both here to the Hog, Hogland Ballpark, and the Fog. Fog Allen Fieldhouse in years to come as a Big 12 member. We're just next door, one and two, and that's a 55-footer from Kleinsorge. Evens the count at two balls and two strikes. Big blast of the game, a three-run home run from Ben North in the bottom of the first, part of a four-run first for the Blue Jays. They added two in the second. And including yesterday's game, the Blue Jays have now scored in eight consecutive innings against BYU. Hard shot on the ground, handled by the first baseman Hayes. He'll underhand scoop it to Kleinsword, steps on first base bag, and that is a 1-2-3 inning for BYU. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. We go bottom three, Creighton six, and BYU no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Creighton's leadoff hitter here in the bottom of the third. Jack Grace takes a strike one from Bryce Robinson. Roby kicks and deals, and that'll be a grounder to Austin Deming. Easily measured, handles it at his chest, fires to Jacob Wilk. Nice throw. All around on this wet, slippery day. Although it's an artificial turf surface, the uh, surface the skips can be unpredictable. But Deming easily handles that. Made it look easy. It was tough play. 5-3 ground out of Jack Grace and one gone here in the bottom of the third. Hot shot handling on the hop was Deming. And a good fire to Wilk. And one gone, Colby Canales steps in. Canales struck out swinging in the first. He now bats in the third. Creighton's up 6-0. Six runs on six hits. BYU no runs on one hit. Again, the Cougars are still looking for their first 1-2-3 inning of this series. All eight innings in which Creighton came to bat yesterday, they put at least one runner on base. No clean innings in terms of 1-2-3 for BYU. No one, no innings retiring in order. And no yet today either. Through ten complete in the series, Creighton's had at least one base runner in every inning. But... Can't get a 1-2-3 without the 1, and the Cougars have the 5-3 ground out for the first out of the third. The 1-2, and that's grounded, and that will keep the streak alive of base runners. It is a shot inside the left field line and a double, a one-out double for Colby Canales. On the ground and on the paint. Just inside that third base line. Gets into the left field corner and a stand-up double for Canales. And so it is in all 11 offensive innings of this series. Creighton has had a runner on base and still no 1-2-3 innings defensively for BYU. Yet, through a game and nearly a third. Hogan Halikso. First pitch he sees. Gaps it. Deep right center and... Kept carrying for a two-run shot. Off the bat, didn't think so. It kept going and going and was gone. A third consecutive crooked number inning for the Blue Jays. Two more and 8 nothing the score. Two-run home run for Hogan Halikso. And two Creighton Blue Jays with their first home runs of the season today. Ben North, a three-run shot in the first. And Hogan Halikso. A two-run home run in the third. Power alley in right, and that was power indeed for Hogan Halikso. 
8-0 Blue Jays in the bottom of the third, and Creighton has now scored in nine consecutive innings at bat in this series. That is remarkable. Yesterday, one in the third, one in the fourth, two in the fifth, one in the sixth, two in the seventh, one in the eighth. They did not bat in the ninth. And here today, four in the first, two in the second, two in the third, a number that carries into short left, and that will be caught easily by Cooper Best for out number two, and that was Tate Gillen with the fly out to left field. That's out number two. Two Blue Jay home runs and two multiple RBI home runs. Three-run shot in the first, two-run shot in the second. Top of the order now, Nolan Sailors, who's batted in the first and second and now third innings. And he's two for two with two runs scored, a double in the first, a single in the second. He bats now in the third, the 0-1 from Roby. That's popped up. Should be the end of the inning. Cole Gamble ranging to his right in center field. Now back. Oh, ends up making nearly a shoestring catch as that one fooled him in mid-flight. But he makes the catch down around his shoe tops and will be out number three for Creighton in inning number three. Two more runs on two more hits. There were no errors. There were no one left on. We go top four. Creighton eight. BYU no score on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 